Hello, everyone. It's Haley. So, I do not have a very long intro this week because all I want to say is keep your eyes and ears open and ready. There's going to be some big news dropping next week, and you should be watching both our feed and social media pretty carefully next week to see some big, big and important news that'll be dropping. So, that is actually all I've got for this episode. Welcome to episode 118, Into the Fae. Do you like liquor and things that go boom? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 118. Guys, it's Halloween, even though even though when this comes out, it won't be Halloween, but we're recording this on Halloween. Spooky it's our Super Bowl, baby. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on after <laughs> this episode today, but how fitting to be in Abaddon fighting, uh, spoiler alert, a boogeyman on Halloween. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm super jazzed. Uh, and speaking of super jazzed, I'm actually going to start with Brooks because I think he has a drink that would would get one super jazzed. Jazzed, I am. Uh, you can practically call me Louis Armstrong over here. Uh, <laughs> pretty sure that he was a jazz uh, player or jazz musician. Uh, I actually got the Patreon drink. Milk, coffee, and screwball. Uh, you guys are so lovely fans. Uh, giving me coffee. It's amazing. I mean, that Thanks. just sounds like a Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> I normally I normally like my coffee quite pure, but, uh, you know, every once in a while you got to switch it up. Well, I'm glad it's I'm glad it's good and the patrons treated you well. Um, Steve, what are you drinking? Hi, Griffin. Uh, today I am drinking a beer from back home in Chicago, a little brewery called Five Rabbits. I I fucking love this place, and it is Halloween, so I'm drinking uh, an Ironica IPA. Doesn't really sound like a Halloween beverage, but look at this fucking can. It's covered in skulls and it's all pink. It's cool. Oh, I like it. Yeah, and each skull is just a little bit different. Got other animations with it. Yeah, one's getting smashed by a hammer. One has the hammer through it. One's getting smashed by a brick. It's really nice. Oh, the snake skull, though. Well, let's not get crazy. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I've had this beer a whole bunch of times. Like I said, I'm a big Five Rabbit fan. That place is wonderful. And I'm going to take a drink of this right now. Well, speaking of someone that later on today is going to get both smashed and hammered. Hey, it's me, Griff. (laughs) In that order? Uh, Well, I mean, I think they kind of happen around the same time. (laughs) I am drinking a single origin coffee stout from Masthead Brewing in Cleveland. And it's a nice, pretty mellow stout. Uh, Speaking of mellow, Emily, 
What are you drinking? Today, I am drinking a Merlot. It's just in kind of a fall mood. A mellow Merlot. Mm-hmm. Uh, on point. Sorry, I've taken that one to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> it is quite delicious. Not too sweet, which is a little uh, different for me. Well, speaking of someone that's not too sweet, hey, Haley. Hi. What are you drinking? I am drinking, um, I have two drinks. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a fucking tall Starbucks. I do. I have a um, pumpkin cream cold brew, which is the only pumpkin coffee that I drink, and it's I'm addicted 100%. Um, it's great. And then I also have a Vizzy pineapple mango. Okay. That's a that's a blending of flavors I'm not necessarily on board with, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those things don't affect me. Refined palates, folks. Refined palates. Years of years of consumption. <laughs> so, when last we met our heroes, they entered the first round of Lopsox tournament. And the first round was decided by a spin of a wheel. And that determined what type of creature from Lopsock and presumably the other demons' uh, menageries you you would be facing. And you rolled Fey. You found yourselves in a kind of warped version of the stadium that you had been in before. You can't even see the crowds. It looks dark here and you're kind of in a dark forest. It looks like there's some kind of magic, maybe changing the terrain in front of you. And you realize relatively early on that you were being stalked by something. And that something started making Erbear and Tulia see strange things on the edges of their vision, making them a little bit shaken. And and then it, when it finally was able to reveal itself, you saw this gaunt, tall figure in a top hat at the edge of the tree line. And it cast a spell, crushing despair, which everyone but Tulia was affected by in the surprise round. And now... We'll start this episode with some initiative rolls. Initiative. Gonna use that dragon dice. Yeah, I'm also using a diehard dice. Uh, sinister Frostfall, I think. So I also am using diehard. I'm using uh, the <laughs> dire uh, uh, Dracona. This is the dark blue inlay scales with the gold outer rim and numbers. And that's a natural one. Ooh. For uh, drop it low like a discount, Griffin, and let me get that four initiative. Oh boy! So Matumbe's at the bottom. How about Air Bear? Also uh, relatively low. Uh, five on the die for nine. All right, Freya the 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 gunslinger. <laughs> it's a whole new world. She is on top of it. She was quick to the draw. Oh, yes, she was. Uh, she's. I'm using my Freya dice custom, and uh, that is a 23. That's a really good roll. How about uh, Tulia? You don't have to roll twice to take the worst result. It's great. It's actually really good stuff here. I got a 20. Nice. 
Well, Die Hard did not disappoint me with a 17 on the die. And so at the top of the order, this creature, 30 feet away from you, 30 feet away from the party, you can see it because of a well-timed or uh, invisibility purge from Freya. And it hisses at the group. <sighs> and as a swift action, I need... Well, she did cast the invisibility purge. I need Freya to make me a will save. This is an illusion, fear, or mind-affecting effect. Uh, in terms of your spells, it is a spell-like ability. Oh, perfect. Thank you. That's a 28. With a 28... You've felt this feeling before, and that's probably why you can shrug it off so easily. You see in front of you the vision of your late husband entering a rage and coming towards you, but even before he can make a few steps, he just kind of dissolves into mist. And that was the swift action. Oh, no. So the creature, since it has you flat-footed, moves up to Matumbe and swings. This is very rude, Griffin. Very rude. All right, how's a 29 against your flat-footed? My flat-footed is good because most of my bonuses come from armor and Mm -hmm. the like. Um, Also, I am surrounded by three of my allies. It's a long-winded way of saying that even flat-footed that's a 25. Not gonna it's it's good, but not good enough. Certainly not good enough, and unfortunately, this creature does have sneak attack. The boogeyman swings at you. Dealing 29 points of damage, and now I need you to make me a will save. That was a pretty vicious first shot here. Here comes a will save. Pretty your buddies if pretty bad. But right, I am by my buddies. 17 regular. If it's mind affecting, that will be a 19. Uh, it is mind affecting. Okay. And that fails. If I fail, I could give Vance a point of influence to re-roll the save. Yes. Do I want to do that? Let's 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 go to the let's go to the Empire here. Griffin, was I able to sleep effectively last night? Am I starting the day with one or two points of influence? Uh, you're starting the day with one. Okay. So well, give it. here we go. <laughs> Vance, Come on. I start the day naturally with two, and and I play yep. hot and loose with those. Come on, man. All right, so this thing is trying to do something to Matumbe's mind, and then Vance jumps in and tries to help. Ah, uh, 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 you can't scare me. All right, well, Vance is worse than Matumbe. Oh, no. Ish. Four off the die. I, last one was a six on the die, so that's definitely a failure. What the fuck is this thing? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you fail, and you are... So, Erbear and Tulia, when they became shaken... They became so from an aura that is happening. And you had saved, which normally would make you okay. Okay. But you were dealt sneak attack damage from this creature. Sure. Which forced another save. Okay. And so you are now shaken. Oh, I see. 
And that is the creature's turn. Next in the order is Freya. And I guess it's time for like a little... (laughs) (laughs) This boogeyman is fully visible, correct, to Freya? Yes, it's fully visible. It, uh, you have invisibility purged the area, and so it cannot go invisible while it is within a certain distance of you, I believe. That is correct, within 45 feet. Freya has a few tears streaming down her face, just being in uh, this uh, crushing despair, being affected by that, and she shakes away the the image that she just saw, pulls out her pistol, whips it around her finger, and takes deadly aim at this boogeyman, saying, I control my own fate. She's gonna try to shoot him with an with a cold iron bullet. Okay. That is a 21 to touch. Meets beats against this thing's touch AC. Oh, that's not great. Oh boy. And you fucking shoot it? Yep. She connects. All of this damage does go through. Awesome. It's not going to be a ton. 12 points of damage. You can almost hear it on the edge of your, like the edge of your perception almost. It sounds like a cheering crowd. You don't see anything, but you can faintly hear the like, ah. (laughs) Um, I want you to roll me, if you have any performance. Do you have any performance? Freya is not very skillful, no. Okay, so (laughs) you don't have any ranks in performance. However, you do have base attack. So I need a dice roll plus your base attack plus two. Lopsock gave you this weapon, and as with everything that he does, uh, this is a weapon made to perform. And so, even though you yeah. even though you can't see the crowd, this was such a such a cool thing to bring into the combat right away. I'll give you a roll. Fourteen. With a fourteen, it it sounds like. The the crowd is roughly at the same level of excitement. And again, they're really faint, but they're at roughly the same level of excitement as they were. All right. All right. Is that Freya's full turn? Uh, That's all she's going to do. I don't really want to get singled out with this creature, and the party's all bunched up right now, so she is going to stay where she is. Okay. Tulia. So I think Tulia is a little bit concerned about the grouping. And so with that, she's gonna do something a little dangerous. She's going to kick her heels together. She's gonna turn into lightning. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, she's gonna transform into lightning. Casually. Yeah, uh, she's gonna move directly through his chest and she's gonna move 15 feet behind him. Diagonal straight. Okay, so what was that clicking your heels thing? Yeah, so Tulia has made herself some special shoes. They're called Shoes of Lightning Leaping. So what that means is I have uh, small black shoes, and they 
they transform me into lightning and I can move up to 50 feet in a straight line and I rematerialize after being done being lightning. And anything in the path takes 66 points of electricity damage. Wow. Yeah. I've never heard of that yeah, before. And that's I, so fucking cool. That's really cool. Wow. And I don't think... Um, and no attacks of opportunity are provoked when I was going to say, I don't think that provokes. Correct, because I actually turn into lightning. Like, my body materializes into lightning. Very cool. Um, is, it, is there a reflex save, or do I just take the 66? It's as if the lightning bolt spell. Okay, so I do get a reflex save here. Yes. Um, okay, that's a 32. So, succeeds, so it'd only be half. Mm-hmm. But still, lightning. What kind of action was that? Was that a standard? Oh, that's a move. That's a move action? That's so cool. It's only once per day, so that was it. Okay, that's yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's fair. My, my coming out uh, <laughs> to the team, like, this is cool. Yeah, so I'm actually, uh, that was cool enough where I'm going to allow you the same thing. So okay. um, once you give me the damage here. Uh, so I rolled pretty poorly. I only have 18 points of electricity damage um, before it's halved. Okay, so nine. Yeah, but I'm going to do something else. So I will now cast Magic Missile using my Meta Magic Feet toppling spell, which means I would normally treat it as one caster level higher, but actually what's going to happen is because I have some special magic abilities, it's actually the same level one spell. But it's affected by the toppling spell, Meta Magic Feet. Okay, so, is that, um, that's the one that makes you fall prone? Yeah. I will first cast Magic Missile, and I'm a level nine character, and so... I will have five missiles. Force damage. Uh, 18 points of force damage. Okay. The impact of my force spell is so strong. Those magic missiles are so strong, it knocks the uh, target prone. It's only if... So if it takes damage, fails saving throw, or moved by my force spell, then we I get to make a trip check uh, against oh, the target. Against my CMD. Using my caster level plus my casting ability score. Okay. I would just roll a d20... And 27. Yeah, you're looking at uh, needing at least 10 higher. Shit. <laughs> oh. Well, Some I tried. Information? Either way, I um, have done electricity and force damage to this thing. and um... Yeah, that was a great turn for damage <laughs> uh, and, and utility of movement. Uh, next in the order is Air Bear. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. Didn't you say she could do some sort of perform thing? Oh, yes. Uh, I'd like you to make a, um, it's a D20 roll plus your CMB, or not your, plus your uh, BAB plus any ranks you have in perform. So she's been around the circuits for a long time now. She actually has quite a few ranks in perform. Mm -hmm. 23. You're registering a little bit louder cheers. Okay, okay. From the other side. What I will tell you, uh, just from a knowledge of the game perspective, these are performance combat rules. And they're performance combat rolls. And right now, because you guys aren't, you can't see the crowd, I'm only really awarding them when you do something badass, like jump through somebody with lightning or like <laughs> twirl a pistol out of nowhere and shoot a creature in the chest. Uh, but in the future, when you're actually performing and there's a crowd you can see you can make these checks for various different 
activities and and I'll give you guys the information about why. But right now, this will be used to influence how the crowd feels about you on subsequent days. So you don't really know that you're performing right now, but you're doing stuff that's cool enough that the crowd that is watching in the background is finding it interesting to see. That's great. So next in the order is Herbert. All right. Well, there's been a couple of effects on him, and uh, I I imagine this this brings him to to one knee. Just the the staggering effect and the spell. And uh, first off, he is going to use a standard action to resolve uh, the staggered condition. What made you staggered? I missed that. The aura. Yeah, the aura made him... You, you and he were staggered. You are still staggered. You said shaken. Shaken. Or shaken. Or shaken. I'm shaken. I apologize. It, it, that's, yeah. the, the S ones. Yeah, the the say, less bad S ones. Staggered is much worse. Shaken yeah. is only a minus two so on Staggered, stuff. I don't think you could have pulled off the whole uh, lightning bolt <laughs> fucking magic missile bomb. I would say I definitely could not have, but because shaken is quite minimal. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so uh, he can... Uh, so that condition is removed. So you used one instance of your resolve. That's correct. And that's a cool thing. Uh, your class gets, which I don't right. think we have said. Yeah. But I think people can figure it out pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. Next, he will say, well, attacking the enlarged creature first. Very strange. And uh, point both of his wakazashis at the creature, making him uh, making this boogeyman his challenge as a uh, move equivalent. Okay. And then, as a free action, uh, on one knee, will activate his boots of haste and. Uh, with that, he almost takes more of a runner's stance, ready to uh, Two take off. Two swords out, runner's stance. He, like, plants the swords in the... <laughs> like ski poles. Yeah, they're like ski poles. So that's all that uh, he can do right now. Actually, uh, I believe... Do I have a move action? Doesn't the, Don't the boost of ha- boots of haste activating them, doesn't that's that give a you a free, move action? Free action. But doesn't that give you a move action? So you did a standard for the to remove the shaken. You did a move to activate the challenge, and then the haste was free. But I think that gives you, or does that just make you hasted? It makes you hasted. Okay, so no, you makes have uh, a- it makes me hasted, but uh, I misspoke. The challenge is a swift action. Oh, then yes. You oh, do wow. So then yes. Uh, Got a lot of actions. <laughs> I'm using every every ounce and of now it. Now that you're hasted, you can move double your or your speed plus thirty. I will absolutely do that, and in that, I can be flanking. With Matumbe. And I imagine with the extra speed, you're just going to take a circuitous route so that you don't provoke. Right? Yep, that's that's absolutely right. right. Uh, You got it all figured out. He's going right around a semi-circle, kicking up dust the whole way. Awesome. Finally, Matumbe's turn. Last in the order. But certainly not least. Well, maybe. All right. I mean... 
So, um, so the first thing I'm going to do is roll a knowledge nature check. I already know it's Faye, and that's what fall yep. that it falls yep. under. Okay. Would you consider this a creature? Yes, I would. All right. Well, then I get a plus two to this roll. That's what I'm always using with off-pod full Inquisitor is I get a plus four against anything that's a creature for all my knowledge checks. All right. Um, that is going to resolve to the dirtiest of 30s. The dirtiest? Yeah, that's a, that's a fucking dirty 30. I see you got a 25 without your inspiration. Yep. Uh, I like it. You're going to get three questions. Wonderful. Is it? Can you tell me right now, just not one of these official questions, is it too metagamey to know that, that Faye usually have cold iron resistance? Do you, I, I don't think that. as a level 9 character, it's too metagamey to know that, like... If you ask about defenses and I say DR, you probably know that... Okay. I mean, just knowing that this is a boogeyman, you probably know that that's cold iron because it's a fae. Okay. Now, you, I, I would say you wouldn't know, you know, some of the more powerful ones, like, have cold iron and magic or cold iron and good or whatever. You wouldn't know that, but you would, you would reasonably believe that cold iron is... A, at least a part of its DR. Yeah, I guess that's kind of where I was getting to. So, um, w so, because oftentimes defenses are you get DR, but you don't know what it, how much it is, or what it, or what bypasses it. So, I'm just gonna jump, skip that initial question and just go say what bypasses the DR. Is okay. it just cold iron? Or so, I'll, it... I'll give you the it's DR 15. Okay, and it is just cold iron. Okay, wow, that's pretty high. Um, so again, a plus three weapon can make it through that as well. Yep. Next question. Does it have any weaknesses? It does not have any weaknesses. I mean, that's that's fine. That's still important information, yeah. even if it's, if it's a null answer there. Um, and I know we've kind of seen a couple fancy things from this, but I guess I'll just kick it to special attacks. Special attacks. So it has... Um, it has sneak attack. Yep. I'm painfully aware of that. It has striking fear, which is uh, if a boogeyman confirms a critical hit or a sneak attack with one of its claws on a target, they, if they're suffering a fear effect, it becomes one worse. Mm -hmm. If they weren't affected by the aura, they immediately have to make a save against the aura that it has, this fear aura that it has. In addition, I'll just give you this. Uh, some of its spell-like abilities are quickened. It has that uh, that ability as well. Okay, that's creepy. So, Matumbe is going to shout this information to his compatriots with the added caveat: "Ye may wear a top hat, but do not be fooled. This is not Eclipse in a disguise." Because <laughs> <laughs> um, don't you wear a, a top hat? Well, not I gave, anymore. I gave my top oh, hat to oh, Eclipse. That's yeah. why I speak polyglot. And I'm yep. also going to give this to you because I screwed up on on Tulia's turn, but just so everybody has it in mind, because right now you're going to think that it's fine to cast spells on this thing, it has spell resistance. Oh, okay, thank oh, you. Okay. Yeah, so I that's my bad from your turn, so I'll allow that damage to stand, but... That is that is uh, great. That is, that is great information. This thing's right up in his grill. Matume is flanking. He's going to twirl the axe and just try and bury it in this motherfucker. Is he doing any sort of... Baning or any of that. Oh yes. Uh, thank you for. I, I'd like to me. remind you because I know you use Bane specifically to bypass DR. Yes, I, I do appreciate that. So that first attack with the Bane is going to go to a 
Uh, we don't know it hits regular AC yet, but a 26. I'm kind of getting the vibe that I should throw the inspiration on there, but I, I don't want to metagame too hard. I, I'm Listen, not going to do it. Okay. I'm not going to do uh, it. It misses. Okay. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm flanking. That's a 28. 28 does hit. Woo! Okay. Heck yeah. Ah, uh, so you well, you've narrowed it down. You've successfully <laughs> narrowed it down to one of two options. All right, now. I'm going to write down 26 no hit, 28 does. Sorry. More better gave me than that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, th I think that nailed the window even closer. That's what I'm going to do every time. <laughs> well, that did hit. But I do have flanking. Is it, is it too higher? All right. Uh, totaled Great. all up together is going to be 28 points of damage that is going to bypass. Really good damage. And then the second swing. Oh, I'm going to say that's probably nowhere close. Yeah, uh, it, it it doesn't hit. You're gonna say? Yeah, I'm you gonna know say. Basically, <laughs> I'm gonna the say it doesn't hit. At the top of the round, it's this creature. Ooh, um, well, it just experienced big hits from two of the parties. What it's gonna do first is it's gonna cast defensively. Makes it. Uh, Matumbe, go ahead and make me a will save. Okay. 19, 21 if it's mind affecting. Okay, you see yourself in front of you, but you're still wielding this axe. And when you talk at yourself, it has the lopper's voice. <laughs> I took control, finally, your body's mine. Make me a fortitude save. Any, uh, any cardy cards? No. We, ha we haven't had any in a while. Uh, I'm all That's out too, true, I just yeah. checked. It's been a long time. I'm gonna change up my dice here. I think that was a good call to change up the dice. I went back to the Dracona, which did give me the one earlier, but that's a natural 19. Fortitude save, that is going to go up to a 24. Now- With a 19? I, my fortitude's really bad, man. I don't know why. You gotta- I have an untyped penalty. Crushing Despair? Oh, Crushing Despair yeah. will give you a penalty, yeah. It's a minus two, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what I am going to do? You like to think your your party has it on the 19. <laughs> wow. 24. I have my Lepidstat Investigator's Cap. Earlier, I identified this creature with a knowledge check, and on that knowledge check, my inspiration die was a five. So I'm going to now cash in that five to bump that 24 up to a 29. Wow, that cap is something. Um, all right, you still do take, oh wow, all fives, 15 points of damage uh, from the quickened phantasmal killer headed your way. Jesus. So had I failed that, you would have died, yes. Um, next order of business Casual. as it's standard action I am going to cast offensively I make it um, I need Tulia to make me a will save would this be enchantments it is enchantment <laughs> it's not a sleep effect right nope okay just making sure 28 28 succeeds. It's now going to acrobatics away from this area. Ooh. 
Alright, that's... It's gonna be against your uh, CMBs. It's a 36. Yeah, that'll do it. Okay. So he's gonna show up right behind Tulia. That's there not good there. for me. Yeah, right there. That's a good spot to be. That's its turn. Very bad for me. And now it's Freya's turn. The boogeyman has left your kind of group of compadres. Matumbe looks shaken and worse for wear. But Tulia is off by herself. Freya moves to the other side of Matumbe and comes up a little bit closer to Tulia. Uh, We're not in as tight of a group anymore, but... um, still close enough for Freya to bless the party. So she still has her pistol in her hand and she holds both hands up high in the air, loudly calling out to the party. Move forward and conquer enemies. And she casts Blessing of Fervor on the party. Here it comes. All right. Tulia, it's your turn. The creature is right behind you. Oh, that's so nice of them. Okay, so I'm going to free action use an Arcanist exploit to go ahead and dimensional slide so that I am back kind of behind Matumbe that does not provoke since it's dimensional slide. Tulia has moved behind Matumbe and she is going to use her fireball since it is completely not near anybody, so I can actually do a 20-foot bell without affecting anybody else right now. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and use a fireball. Okay, it's reflexes a 26. Okay, yep, that'll succeed. And then it's got spell resistance, correct? It does have spell resistance. Go ahead and make me the spell resistance roll. 29. That succeeds. Great. Oh, sorry, no, sorry. <laughs> if it doesn't, we are in serious trouble. Yeah, we would just fucking run. That's too high. 33 points of fire damage. Is that halved? That is not have. So you're going to need to have that yourself. Sorry. Alrighty. Next in the order is Air Bear. He's relatively close to the boogeyman, about 15 feet. Blessing of Fervor uh, does not make a whole lot of sense for him to have the extra movement with haste. It does not stack with the extra attack. Not like he can actually do a full attack this round anyways. So he is going to choose the plus two to attack AC. Reflex. Sure. Move up to the creature and just do an attack. Take a swing. I really like Air Bear's Mini. I'm very surprised we found something that looked so similar to what you were going for. Like, basically has Wikizashi's in hand. Ridiculous. Yeah. It, it's fantastic. Uh, hooded cloak and all. Alright, well, with power attack on yeah I know this is not gonna hit with a with a 19 oh yeah it certainly won't um disappointing but you're up in its face now and it's Matumbe's turn okay so blessing of fervor has three options definitely the one that I never use except when I really really need to see uh Sawyer Savarine about 10 episodes ago is the movement one now as the crow flies, 30 feet will flank the boogeyman with uh, one of Matumbe's new best friends, Air Bear. However, Griff, being the uh, abject bastard that he is, set the boogeyman behind a tree on the map, 
which breaks my movement. Did I do that? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, although I could have done it with a crow fly 30 feet, I do need to take the, the extra 30 feet of movement to flank with Air Bear, and I can do the same kind of thing he did earlier. Yeah, where, where you can kind of move around to yeah. avoid the... Uh, well, actually, you can stay five feet back from him because you have... Or 15 feet back if you want. You have long arm and you're large. I, I, I did not have time to get long arm up. I thought you had... We talked about your noodle arms last time. Last episode. Yeah, because you know I what? made you long yeah, arm. You yeah, had, yeah, you had long arm. I'm sorry. I, I, I totally forgot about that. That is on my sheet. Matumbe is... 15 feet away from this creature which never ceases to make me smile and is going to try and reach out with that axe and cause a little trouble for this guy. Alright, he reaches out with those gangly Matumbe arms, uh, very much like Michael Jordan at the end of uh, Space Jam. Space Jam, yes, thank you. Thank you, Brooks. Woo! Okay. 17 off the die. That, that will absolutely hit, especially flanking. Yes, that'll do. Give me that damn damage. That damn. The damn. Now, we're about to get dirty. Because that's 30. And 30 with that, damage. And uh, you you keep reminding me to use my bane, which, thank you, uh, that should cut through. Yes, that does cut through. Trying to be a good guy. You know, I, I know about playing an Inquisitor. It's just my Inquisitor has enough bane that he can use it on literally every attack every day. Listen, you, <laughs> you, you, you tried to phantasmal killer my character. Uh, you also remind me to use use my bane. This is this is very. It uh, evens out. It, yeah, evens it evens out. To me being a pretty okay dude. <laughs> but next, this is a full turn. Next to the order is the boogeyman. The boogeyman is going to cast offensively here. It makes it. It's going to swift action cause Tulia to make a will save. Motherfucker! Is it enchantment? No, but it is mind affecting. It is a fear effect. So I don't know if you have any benefits there. But it's illusion. I got a natural one. Okay, what does Tulia see that scares her? Am I about to die from Phantasmal Killer? About to. Maybe you got that fort still. Yeah, the fort's real high on these uh, wizards. Yeah, I think that Tulia's, honestly, uh, her biggest fear at this point would be being stuck in this plane for the rest of her hundreds of years of life. She's already been here for 15. Yeah, so you see shackles from the ground come up and start, like, pinning your arms and your legs and the collar you have, like, you see the the keyhole, like, fill up, and I need you to make a fortitude save. I just made her. Yeah, it's a shame you don't have any arrow cards or anything. You haven't given us any! You guys have used, like, 30 of them to avoid death. (laughs) It's fine, it's fine. Okay. Natural two. Eight. You're dead. Oh. Uh, that was its swift action. The The boogeyman now is going to take its standard action to cast defensively. Makes it. Air Bear, please make me a will save. All right. Going to use resolve on this to roll twice. Okay. Definitely needed it, but... Still can't guarantee it. 19. 19 fails. You're held, paralyzed. Just out of curiosity, how many of, like, just to resolve me dying, how many spells 
do go away when you die? Like, do any spells go away? Anything that requires concentration to maintain. So most stuff doesn't. Okay, thank you. I just wanted to verify because I know I use quite a bit of bonuses for other people. And then the creature is going to take a five-foot step diagonally, still next to Air Bear. Okay, Freya, you're up. Got any uh, Breath of Life you want to use? That would be a really nice spell to have, uh, but I don't have that prepared. Uh, it wouldn't work. She got killed by a death effect. Oh, okay. But if you had death no, warded... I'm gone. Yeah. So what did we see as a party? Did we see the the image that she saw as well, or did no, she just drop No, you don't see dead? any of it. She just dropped dead out of fear. I mean, you guys have seen the effect happen and saved from it, so you, you can very easily tell that this thing is throwing out phantasmal killers. I th- yeah, we, I mean, we definitely know because Rude was doing the same thing. Like, we've, we've seen it. We've saved against it. Freya and Matumbe both got targeted this combat with it. Like, if she just drops, we must be like, oh, oh my God. We know, we know what happened. Mm-hmm. Air Bear uh, can't even blink his eyes to uh, Morse code. Oh, my gosh. Yep. He is frozen in place. But you don't know that. Has he stopped moving so Freya could do a check to see if he's under the effects of some sort of paralysis. You can use a spellcraft to see what happened. All right. That's all I'll give you. All right. Here we go. And it's a spell-like ability, so it's going to be kind of hard to determine. Oh, lovely. With a plus two. Sixteen. Yeah, you have no idea. All right. Well, I can't do anything to help him then. Freya looks over to Tulia and her face just sets in a very grim, determined expression. She loads up her pistol with another cold iron bullet, and she shoots at the boogeyman. She says, you'll pay for that. It's a range increment on your gun. Oh, shoot, yeah. She's going to take a five-foot step up. Uh, So now she's within the first range Mm -hmm. increment. Thank you. And then cover? Or Uh, do you have... She she was a... arrow shooter yes. in, a, in a previous life. She has uh, all of those point blank shot yep. feats. Fantastic. She does. So good thing she's still doing range. But yeah, I forget that it's uh, much, much shorter than her longbow. Yeah. <laughs> By a factor of five. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Ah, oh, shoot. Uh, that's not going to make it. I rolled horribly. It's a 12. Yeah, 12 isn't going to do it. Tulia. Oh, wait. Air Bear. Oh, wait. Actually, uh, Air Bear, make, make me another save. You get to make another will save each round that you are. Actually, let me double check that. I don't know if that would happen on your turn or happen on its turn. If it happens on his uh, on Brooks's turn, effectively, it's like getting two saves around. Yeah, that's so what it sounds. Each round on its turn, oh, oh, the subject only, yeah, may attempt a new saving would only be to one end the effect. I would love to do that. Yes, each round on its turn. So, I mean, it's still around and on its turn, I guess. <laughs> it seems lame, but I'll let you have it. Have to use another resolve. Something tells me that this probably still won't do it. Uh, 24. 24 does. Say, All right. Thank goodness. Which is good, because you were about to get coup de grad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that... Uh, that is your full turn, but you're no longer paralyzed. Matumbe, you're up. Boy, uh, the no longer paralysis changes what I wanted to do. Or does it? I think you can five-foot step and full attack this guy, can't you? 
Yeah, and I'm, I, I guess I was thinking about using the movement again to set up a flank, but this guy is such a slippery bastard. I just need to hit him when I can. Matumbe is, because uh, all this stuff each round kind of happens concurrently, almost at the same time. It's just uh, in initiative order for like being able to play the game. So as he, he gets that nasty hit off and he misses his second, or I don't think, I think he only got one last time, but I, he, he hit. After he hits, he sees a spell getting cast. Tulia just drops to the ground and he steals, he steals himself and looks to the heavens. Whatever is giving me this power, help me fell this beast. And what he's talking about is switching his divine favor, or I'm sorry, blessing of fervor from movement to an extra attack because he doesn't know what's giving him the power. It would have been a rastal, but um, Emily, you are very corrupted. Yes. Whoa, uh, Freya is corrupted. I know what I said. <laughs> uh, so he switches that to the extra attack. Now with a five foot step, he can full attack. First two attacks at my highest BAB with everything. Okay. One of those will not hit. The second one, I got a four on the die. The second one, I got an 18 on the die. That blows away the AC. That's going to do it. I'll just roll a third one for now. Six off the die is not going to do it. So I did get it. Out of my three attacks, I got one success. Okay. And I am baning. I figured. Thirty-two points of damage as Vance's axe just bites into this thing's shoulder. What's it look like? Oh man! So he he swings once, swings again, and then I'm just gonna say flavor's sake. He drops his shield and drops the axe too. But as he drops the, because he unlike Eclipse who holds it with two hands, he holds it with one. So he's about two thirds of the way down the axe with his right hand, and when he lets go, the axe just falls straight down, and he grabs it again right under the blade of the axe, and twists his hand, his right hand, so the very bottom where he was originally holding it slams into his left hand. Now he's holding it like a lumberjack, and he pulls it up and brings it straight down, cleaving through this thing's shoulder down to its hip. It doesn't cut through, but that makes it almost grosser. <laughs> doesn't make it all the way through. And you are out of combat, and the terrain changes to that of a crowd. Thousands of daemons watching the spectacle with... Lopsock in his kind of spectator commentator booth. Well, folks, uh, what do you think of that? What? How did you think that combat went? Looked better than about half of uh, half of the ones we've seen today. What do you think, crowd? Give me your applause, and the crowd begins to. Uh, begins to applaud and I need now uh, Matumbe to actually make me one of these performance checks yeah! for, uh, for killing the creature brutally with this axe with his long arm and his <laughs> and his huge his large stature I'm gonna give you a plus two to this roll remember 
and we haven't discussed this until now, but it's pertinent to this roll. Okay. The Lopper is giving you full base attack bonus. Yes, yes. Which means that when you roll this, it will be at a plus nine, plus two, and plus any ranks you haven't performed, which I doubt you have any. All right, so this will be at a net But plus I will allow you to roll inspiration on it. I gotta do that, baby. Um, so as this thing drops to the ground, the crowd is roaring around him. Utsumbe pulls out the axe and kind of like when Babe Ruth used to call his shots to the outfield, he holds out the axe with one hand and that's with his gangly ass arms and makes a sweeping motion pointing at everybody in the crowd and he just lets loose this roar himself. I will let the remaining living party members roll to aid this. It's an interestingly important check. And you all hear in your minds just the reminder from Tulia to smile and wave. (laughs) Smile and wave, y'all. 14 on the die. I have no idea what the bonus would be, but still... Uh, you're going to use the same performance rules, so it'll be plus your base attack bonus. Um, you know, you, uh, Freya, you might, like, shoot a shot up into the air. Your gun does still grant the uh, the two bonus if you utilize it as part of this. Well, normally, you're not supposed to shoot guns straight up into the air, uh, but... Fred yes, listeners, please don't shoot right, a gun. Thanks, compliance department. While normally... We're going to have to we're gonna have to tell the listeners, please don't try this at home. Freya is uh, straight neutral right now, and all she cares about is getting out of this mess. So if it hits a daemon, who cares? So she shoots that gun up in the air to get the bonus. So that is a... 24. 24 definitely aids... Um, I think we got an aid from Air Bear. Air Bear maybe like bears his teeth and crosses his blades up up above him. He's kind of yelling in the way. I don't know if anybody has seen the movie Blood Diamond, but at the end, this dude who's played by uh, Jaman Hansu, he kills somebody with a shovel and is just screaming at the camera, and it's so fucking visceral. Um, I got a nine on the die. However... Not great off the inspiration, but, you know, you take what you can get. That's going to net out to 11 off the die, plus my BAB, plus two aids. It's going to be... Do, 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 do. 24. Wait, you said you were giving me a plus two for something, right? Yeah, you get a plus two for having the gangly arms and, yes, the, and yes. being large. Uh, all right, that's what I was missing. 25 total. So with a 25, this is a large crowd. Hard to please. And you see Lopsock with his hand outstretched to the crowd, and he has his fist with his thumb pointing directly out to the side. And as you perform... Uh, as you strike the killing blow, as you have um, performed these daring feats, and even your downed party member rouse the crowd to a fervor. And so 
Lopsock has his thumb to the side and with this final show of visceral martial prowess, the crowd loses its mind and you hear this cheering and grunting and snarling from all of these daemons and he raises his thumb up and instantly you hear Tulia coughing on the ground well it seems you've allowed this party to make it to the next round bravo They've done it. They've made it through the preliminaries. We shall see when they're up against the rest of the victors of round one. Until tomorrow, my friends. Enjoy the rest of the tournament. And the, the visual of the crowd fades. And several daemons enter... The ground to uh, the grounds to take you back to your cells, Tulia. That check allowed Lopsock to bring you back. I knew I was his favorite. <laughs> uh, and similarly, uh, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need a sense motive from the party. Okay, gotta gotta go back to my other sheet because I had already was like well she's dead better figure out what I'm gonna do <laughs> just running through characters but yeah sense motive mm-hmm. I have a plus zero to that three <laughs> wait she's sense motiving us or no, what? no, no, no every, anyone can okay. sense motive okay. after, after that exchange 17 mm-hmm. 10 Tulia you can actually make a knowledge local if you have that I, I've got a question oh, here. 100% I've that. got like a bunch of shit on my sheet. Crushing despair is that still a thing? No, the Pretty the boogeyman sure. is yeah. right. Yes, you guys can take off crushing despair, which would have given you a minus two. Is it knowledge local or knowledge planes? Uh, local. Okay, twenty eight. Okay. My sense motive is a thirty two. Matumbe, you get the sense that had that been a thumbs down, not only would Tulia be dead, but the rest of you would be dead too. Oh. Uh, oh. Emily and Brooks, thank you for the aid. <laughs> you also get the sense that you were right on the edge. Uh oh. And that oh without boy. my plus two, it might have been a different story. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. That's uh it's good to know. Uh, Tulia, after after they describe this to you, I mean, you're like, you've basically been breath of life, or no, you're not breath of life, rather, you're um, or yeah, resurrection, resurrection. You have to be to have died from a death effect. So I guess you are back at full, but you didn't see the, you didn't see what happened with the thumbs, right? And so if they were to describe it to you, you'd easily know that, like, yeah, if. If if in any round of this tournament the crowd loses favor with you, even if you win, you probably die. Yeah, you no, know she that would there's that. Uh, you know that there's like a thumbs down, a thumbs up, and a split decision. But you also know that a split decision is never a good thing because it means that you're going to have to do something 
else. You'll have to face something else in order to resolve that split decision. Yeah, I think that's why uh, it would have been so important that you guys heard in her and heard in your heads to smell and wave. <laughs> she knows how important the showmanship is for this. And I think with having a round of the tournament under your belts and maybe a better knowledge about what this tournament might hold for the future, at least in terms of playing to a crowd, I'm going to have you guys finish your drinks. And we'll see you next week. Oh, boy. Great. Oh, man. I knew it. What a it. fucking roller coaster.